I think things that have helped me become more confident is just representation in general. Um, yeah. Seeing uh, famous like Asian actors or just mm-hmm. people in general speak their mind and potentially say something a bit controversial. Thank you so much for joining us today, Becca. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. So to start off, I wanted to know a little bit about you, your family, and your experience growing up in Waterloo. Yeah. Um, so both of my parents are from South Korea, um, and they came to Canada. My mom when she was eight, and then my dad around the same age, I think maybe a bit younger, maybe like six or seven. Um, they both moved to Ontario. Um, so they've been in Ontario for most of their lives and then ended up meeting each other at Western through school, actually through the Korean Student Association, one of their events, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, ended up moving to KW, which, um, I was born and raised here. Um, so yeah, I don't really have any... I guess, first-hand experience living in Korea or anything like that, Um, but grew up in a Korean household. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I guess growing up in Waterloo, I didn't feel any like different or out of place or anything like that, just because Waterloo is a really big university town and Mm -hmm. UW has a huge like East Asian student population. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was surrounded by a lot of like East Asians the culture in Waterloo is kind of geared towards the student population too Um, so it it didn't feel like specifically for foods and restaurants and stuff like that it didn't feel like um, Asian food was anything like weird and obscure to kind of want and and seek Mm -hmm. um So that was really fun. It definitely does make you feel more at home, like when you have that ingrained in in your hometown, right? I wanted to know what your experience was like going to a private elementary school. Were there things that you liked about it? And and were there things that um, you didn't like as much about it or that you would have changed? Yeah, so I started off actually at Keatsway for a bit of my grade school years, um, and I ended up going to KW Bilingual from grades four to eight. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, like that young, I really had no idea like what private school was and kind of yeah. like, yeah, what it was really. I just thought I was moving schools. Yeah. Um, so going to KW Bilingual, it was, I really liked it. Um my graduating class was, I think, around like 40 people, something like that. So it was really small grade, only two classes. You really got to know everyone, which was super cool. And that was definitely something um, I really liked about it. Yeah. Um, in terms of diversity and stuff like that, I feel like there, at least in my grade, there was a lot of ethnic cultural diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I wasn't really expecting anything less. Yeah. Um but definitely something that I wasn't expecting as much of a shock or like difference going into high school from being at bilingual is just, um, I guess like 
the socioeconomic kind of diversity in that aspect yeah um just because obviously for like private school like you're only going to have such a range between like socioeconomic classes yeah um so I guess I just never really expected to have or be that surprised um when going to high school and kind of like chatting with friends about different Mm -hmm. like circumstances situations and stuff like that um so I don't know if like that's a downside in any way like being at bilingual but it's just something that I wasn't prepared for and I guess like there are small like disadvantages from coming from like a such a close-knit community and then going into high school with I don't know I think a couple hundred students in our class mm-hmm. um but I I didn't find like it was a huge adjustment period or anything like that I never thought about the idea of like maybe you being sheltered from people who are in different like socioeconomic conditions or positions Mm-hmm. from you which is such a fair point especially when you're a kid and you're out in elementary school like you're not thinking like at least when I was a kid I didn't ever like think oh like what are what is my parents financial situation like yeah as a kid it's like hard to wrap your mind around other things like there's a little bit of that egocentrism I think that you still have from like a child it's definitely a good way to kind of experience Expand my knowledge on like different mm-hmm. circumstances and just like mm-hmm. on different demographic factors and stuff like that yeah I think I, like like what you said I was pretty sheltered at bilingual um mm-hmm. really any like movement of students coming in and out um I think maybe we lost like five kids in total from like the four years I was there yeah um, so you're just like comfortable really fast and then going into a public high school, there's so many new faces and um, I guess new things are kind of thrown at you every single day. Yeah. Like, not even talking about academics. I'm happy that I went to a public school, um, just kind of in that aspect. And then also just being able to make friendships and connections in Mm -hmm. different like demographics not even Mm -hmm. just like financially or anything like that um just people of different interests um and I guess there's just a bigger selection of like niches within the community at yeah that's something that I'm kind of grateful for it's really cool to I think have also another language that you're learning um as a kid especially, it's so much easier to learn a new language. Did you grow up learning Korean or did you speak any Korean at home? So I don't know how to speak Korean. Um, That's definitely something I wish I knew how to do. But when my grandparents speak to me in Korean, I'm able to understand the majority of it, at -hmm. least kind of the main point they're trying to get across. And then I'll respond in English. Um, right now, that's the best I can do. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope in the future, I kind of, I don't know, take a course or do something to, to become more proficient in Korean. 
um so far at queens and now at western like i haven't had the opportunity to do that but yeah definitely something i want to do in the future no that's awesome that you're looking into that or that you're interested in doing that eventually i'm have a similar experience with like my mother tongue i guess you could say which is technically not french it's like other language it's called berber when i'm spoken to in the language i understand like yeah. majority but speaking it back is like a different story and then you started at queen's university yes. i remember you had expressed that there weren't a lot of people who looked like you you'd mentioned specifically in your res um, yeah but i don't know like if um, also in general at the school you feel that way but can you tell us a little bit about your experience and how those feelings changed over time yeah so at WCI even though I guess it's not like a crazy strong majority um, but a lot of the students were Asian um, so like I didn't feel kind of like out of place there um, but then going to Queens and in, just in Kingston I think like it's pretty like heavily populated with Caucasians mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the students there are also white. Um, so yeah, like I, in my res, like I don't remember if there was another like East Asian person on my floor, which was kind of confusing for me just because I'd never experienced that before. Yeah, um, And then also being on the soccer team at Queens I Mm -hmm. really never had kind of like another Asian person on any sports team I was a part of um but at Queens there were two two half Asian girls so like for me that was super exciting because like wow there's just two other girls who are even half Asian like that was amazing for me Um, and I think at least like in my closer circle of friends like that was pretty much it for kind of like ethnic diversity um so yeah I didn't see many people around campus that were Asian um other than um, international students yeah but over my few years I think because I was so heavily involved with soccer that's where I saw kind of things shifting the most Mm -hmm. um like I said, like there were two girls in my first year who were um, half Asian. And then by my fourth year, um, kind of like the face of the team changed a bit. There was a lot more um, diversity with with different ethnicities and stuff like that, um, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just fun, even though like, they weren't East Asian uh, girls. It was just different um and kind of just like a a better mix of of diverse of diverse backgrounds and stuff like that it was just cool being able to see um sport become a bit more diverse being second generation Canadian um are there things that you've struggled with um in terms of being able to embrace your Korean cultural identity or ethnic identity obviously I grew up in a fairly like I don't know westernized household almost mm-hmm. um like I, it wasn't a traditional Korean household um I mm-hmm. think 
I would argue my childhood was like fairly similar to I don't know my like white neighbor or something like that um I remember though like as a kid especially around food I was always very nervous bringing it into class for lunch if it was something a little like smelly or something like that um it, it was almost like I was trying to hide that I wasn't white um and that like I enjoyed foods that people hadn't seen before or something like mm-hmm. that that's definitely something I found from a young age I was kind of struggling with I think throughout high school um a challenge that I had was was when people kind of were just asking me oh like where are you from like mm-hmm. oh I'm I'm Korean but I'm not really Korean um mm-hmm. and to me that was just because I felt like I was whitewashed um not having like a traditional Korean background almost Mm -hmm. um and I know talking to my sisters about that they told me like you shouldn't really be acting that way like you are Korean both your Mm -hmm. parents are from Korea like we are 100% Korean. So there, there's no question about sort of, or really like, yes, you are hundred percent Korean. Um, so I think being able to throw away like the idea of, okay, yeah, sure. Maybe I'm whitewashed or whatever. And still feeling confident and saying that I am Korean, even though it's maybe not, um, I guess the stereotypical Korean girl that that most people would think of. I do think that's such a common thing that people feel who are like second generation, um, also visible minorities, right? Mm-hmm. Like people being like, "Where are you from?" and then expecting you to say, "Like I yeah. just came here two months ago." And then also maybe when you start speaking where to are them, you really from? Yeah, where are you really from? And then when you start speaking to them too, and they might be like shocked that you don't yeah. have an accent, right? Yeah, for sure. So obviously, it's not black and white like how you act. So I I think for me at least that was something I didn't understand when I was younger Mm -hmm. just like I don't have to act like a stereotypical Asian girl to Mm -hmm. still be considered Korean how do I navigate these social situations like to fit in right and like specifically as a young kid like you're trying to do everything so that you can fit in and be like Mm -hmm. everybody else and you don't want to stand out at all um but I think now for me, and I would assume as people get older, you kind of have a better understanding of who you are and you're more confident in yourself and your identity and mm-hmm. all the different aspects of your identity. Um, so you just don't care what other people think and you're happy being who you are and kind of like you just live your life to the fullest in whichever way you want. Like obviously we experienced a very challenging time with the pandemic Mm -hmm. and during the pandemic there was like a surge in like anti-Asian sentiments um I wanted to know what your headspace was like during that time if it affected you at all um even like within your personal relationships if you experienced any 
Mm -hmm. um, anything. And if you're comfortable talking about it. You're right. There was a lot of like Asian hate crimes going on and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think on a personal level, I never really experienced any anything like outwardly hateful towards me. Mm -hmm. um, there were like some microaggressions that happened on campus um, where people would just make sure they're definitely staying the two meters apart from me um, mm -hmm. like that kind of giving me a glance if I were to sneeze or cough or something. Mm -hmm. um, so I wasn't expecting that at all, honestly. Um, but yeah, definitely something I noticed throughout that period. And then just like personal relationships with friends and stuff like that. Um, my house in Kingston, all of my housemates, we were very open about having um, these types of conversations. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I was overly frustrated about kind of the situation of the world <laughs> at that point, we, we were able to have those conversations and I was able to kind of get everything off my chest that I was like frustrated um, with, with people in the world, how they're acting and stuff like that. Um, so that was just really nice being able to share my my thoughts with friends and knowing that it was kind of like a safe space for me to do that yeah um they were white so they didn't really understand um totally where I was coming from because yeah like they had to experience any of it but it was refreshing kind of having people actually listen to me and care about how I was feeling about things like that yeah um, and it was just something new that I had never experienced before. I feel like Asians, there's not really like a lot of hate crimes that you would see going on around the world, mm -hmm. um, at least that were like overly publicized. Um, so it was just nothing I had to ever really think about or deal with before. Um, so just new territory for me. And um, I'm glad that I had um, the community to kind of, I don't know, figure out how to be okay with everything. Not having your friends like understand or at least like listen to how you feel would have been like frustrating. And I think it's even cooler that like, even though they are not like, you know, Asian themselves, they're still able to empathize with you. The pandemic like brought a lot of stuff to light. Like a lot of stuff was being reported on that before, like we weren't really paying attention to I find yeah. are there ways that you were able to cope with um maybe what you were feeling at the time you seem to me very confident person now right and so I'm just wondering like are there ways that you've gained that confidence and that self-esteem I think in the moment a lot of the times especially if issues come up that are like surrounding race um I definitely turn to my family uh, obviously because we're all the same race and kind of like everyone has experienced in my family something similar or un like unfortunately has experienced something similar um so that's kind of where I go in the moment just to like rant or ask questions <laughs> like what should I have done um and like sometimes I still think was I in the wrong for for 
doing this or thinking this. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of nice to have them as like a soundboard and being able to not feel bad about my emotions and Mm -hmm. the way um, a certain experience has like made me feel um, because obviously like I'm entitled to feel however I want and like if Mm -hmm. something or someone has like made me feel pretty crappy about myself obviously that's totally fine um yeah so that's what I do like kind of for short term I think things that have helped me become more confident is um just representation in general um seeing uh famous like Asian actors or just mm-hmm. people in general speak out um on social media um anything like that and being okay or feeling okay to speak their mind and potentially say something a bit controversial I think that has helped me be become more confident in um kind of telling people off honestly when when something pisses me off um like it's it's not okay um I think that's something that like I was afraid of and like still am afraid of is that people will see me in a different light and potentially like just not like me anymore and whatever something Mm -hmm. like that I saw this quote that was saying have the courage to be hated at the end of the day like you're not going to get along with everyone that you meet in life. And I feel like that bleeds over into just other different areas of my life, specifically like athletics, seeing like an Asian woman being uh, like strong, honestly, and absolutely jacked and excelling in whatever area. That's just been great. And I feel like I didn't have that when I was younger. So seeing things like that pop up on social media, um, more recently has been really helpful. 